0: Election over and zero change. Is Manitoba getting what we deserve? This and more on the Manitoba Freethinker Podcast. Welcome back to another show, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're having a wonderful day as always, and since this is officially the first episode back since election 44, I would like to, here at the Manitoba Freethinker Podcast, dedicate this episode to our Prime Minister of Canada. Quick question, Manitoba. When is it going to be enough for you guys? Like at what point do you stop listening to our politicians and our mainstream media? When do you stop believing in what they are telling us and start believing that they are purposefully lying to us? I could tell you I am there. I went from being pretty uh, hopeful to jaded pretty fast. It is more of the status quo here in Manitoba. And that's federal, provincial, right down to the cities and towns in Manitoba. And the mainstream media is loving it. Pumping out their BS propaganda. Nothing is allowed to be questioned or else right off the bat you're an anti-vaxxer or a conspiracy theorist. Or you're selfish or uneducated. Like I am done with these people. But Manitoba, I want to hear from you guys. So let me know in the comments below. All right, Manitoba. Are we getting what we're asking for here in the province? Election 2021 and 14 out of 14 ridings here in the province with no change. No change at all. None. Why? I'm old enough to remember protests and rallies all summer long. And not just about the anti-lockdown or anti-mask rallies. There were protests coming from the other side. Remember a couple months ago when it was cool to say how much you hated Canada and how Canada was so bad and awful And the people here in charge are hateful racists? Now you want to elect the same exact politicians calling for the exact same policies and you want different results? Like I've never been so disappointed in Manitobans in my life before. And I'm obviously not talking about everyone and I obviously don't care if you vote different from me. I'm just saying that we elected the exact same people. And yet everyone on all sides are complaining. Man, and again, I'm not talking about everyone, but I am talking about the majority. We had a chance for some real change here in the province, and what we get is status quo. Same fucking BS. Uh, You know, these people make me sick, but I will say a shout out to all the people who are organizing rallies and speaking out, and all the people organizing groups on Facebook. Um, You guys are awesome. You know, at the very least, Manitobans know that they are not alone. Shout out to all the Manitobans helping out fellow Manitobans on how to navigate this tyranny. Whether it's where you go to eat, where to get your hair cut, or what to do with your job and how to not get fired from your job. Even though our political class has failed us, we could at least continue to build a community of like-minded, freedom-seeking individuals here in the province. I will say a shout-out to all the PPC candidates. This podcast will never be a pro-this party or pro-that party, because usually they all turn out the same. But here in Canada, it seems like our only shot at our rights and freedoms is with the PPC. So a big shout-out to all the candidates that went out there, even though they had a huge uphill battle. And you know what? Fucked the media. They screwed you from the start. Um, and to all the haters, this has nothing to do with you getting the vaccine. Like most people I've met who haven't gotten the jab, they don't care whether you've gotten it or not. You know, you do you. They're against the vaccine passport. We're against having to show our papers to enter a business. We're against the government forcing businesses to segregate the population based on a medical choice. You know? It's funny. I uh, I was listening. I, I, well, I was reminded um, back when I did like show number two. And I was saying how this two-class system wasn't affecting me. But I do have a 15-year-old. So I knew it was coming. And, uh, you know, it's going to affect me that when she wants to go places that I can't enter because I'm not jabbed. And unfortunately... Unfortunately for me, me and her mother don't agree on it and she, my daughter, is jabbed, but that's a whole other story. Well, now I am in the thick of it with the rest of you and I'm getting sick of it. My original thought was I didn't want to cause a scene when I'm out with my daughter. I wanted to keep it away from her, but you know, I could see the change in her, like in all the kids. They are sold a bunch of lies and they are going to school being surrounded by a bunch of adult children who couldn't survive if they had to interact with adults in their day-to-day life. These people are pathetic. They could only convince children of their BS. And then I have to deal with the follow fallout from their insecurities as, as a parent. You know, I gotta hammer hammered in my daughter's head that family comes first. And that's before everything. Before school, teachers, police, government, everyone. I tell her at the end of the day, it's family that has your back. Not any of these fake scared people trying to tell you that they're looking out for your best interest. Just spewing out lies and hatred. Like, I'm done with it. I'm tired of her, you know, just saying things like, you can't do that because my teacher says this. Or her saying, it's only a mask. Or it's to keep others safe. You know what I mean? Like, I'm tired of her being so easily okay with getting rid of her rights and freedoms without her even knowing it as a 15-year-old under the guise of COVID, which they're just sold a set of lies. Like, I'm tired of having to be the crazy dad who is breaking the law, you know, quote-unquote breaking the law, which I tell her all the time. These are mandates, not laws. But, uh, you know, she's, she's a good kid. She's got a good heart and a good soul, and she doesn't want her dad to be a, quote, criminal. But uh, I am very honest with her and I have been, quote, a criminal in the eyes of the government her whole life. It's just been for different reasons depending on who was in charge and at what time. Without me changing anything in my life. And that's from smoking cannabis to what guns you own to having friends and family over for Christmas dinner to going to church with grandma. You've been a a criminal at different points throughout Canada. Like, that term means nothing. It's like saying far-right or anti-vaxxer or white supremacist. All those terms mean that you don't agree with me, so you're just going to try and belittle me without even having to listen to my opinions. You know what I mean? I'm tired of having to, quote, respect the viewpoints from teachers or nurses or police officers just because they are teachers, nurses, or police officers yet they don't respect my viewpoints as a father, which supersedes all these other people. Like, do you guys remember when the nurses were shoulder to shoulder in the BLM protests, saying that this was more important than COVID? Remember when cops were kneeling on necks? Remember when politicians were implementing rules for thee, but not for you and me? Like, your job doesn't change who you are. It doesn't elevate your opinion or make you right. These people are literally just hiding behind their uniform. You know, non-violent, non-compliance is the only way out, in my opinion. You know, sorry, sweetheart, dad's gone crazy. I'm not doing it no more. I'm not going to carry a mask around with me anymore. You say something to me, I'm saying something back. And, you know, I'm not going to be embarrassed. So you want to cause a scene? Let's fucking go. We may be a minority, but we are on the right side of this. So there is no backing down or giving up or giving in. So just remember, Manitoba, you are not alone. So if you feel like you are alone, just hit up Facebook. You know, there are thousands of Manitobans who feel the exact same way as you do, who are like-minded, freedom-seeking individuals, who just wanna be left alone and go to work and raise their kids. There is nothing that makes me more happy and warms my heart when I'm out and about and I see people walking around with no masks. And you know we smile and nod as we pass by. Why is it that all the people who don't wear masks are so polite and nice. And they smile and say hi and strike up conversation. And all the masked people are scared and sad and hateful. You know what I mean? Like, like I said. Like, like the, the saying that's going around. nonviolent noncompliance. non-compliance. That's it. This has nothing to do with safety ask all the pro-mask people and ask them if the government dropped the mask mandate, would they still wear one? And in my experience, the majority they wouldn't. So I try and put myself in their shoes and I can't, I just can't picture being someone who grew up their whole life with diseases always being around. Three or four deadly pandemics have happened in my lifetime and there's never been no lockdowns, never been any mask wearing. And then You're told to wear a mask for half a year and then the government says it's okay for you to take it off. So you take it off for three weeks and then they said now you have to put one back on. So you do, you put one back on and you're just waiting for the government to tell you to take one off and then you will. You know what I mean? And as soon as they say you got to put one back on, you will. I don't understand and it's no different than the vaccine. One shot, two shot, three shot. When is, when is number four coming? We all know it's coming. How can the government even say that you are fully immunized or you have to be fully immunized to do this or that or to work here or there or enter this place or that place and then you go ahead and offer a third shot? So what does it even mean to be fully immunized or fully vaccinated as they put it? What is passed fully? So if you're you have two shots, you're fully immunized. So if you have three shots, are you like fully plus immunized? Like like you got the platinum edition, platinum package? How can a young healthy person who works at an old folks home how how are they fully vaccinated if they're now offering staff Who work at old folks homes. The third shot. Even though. According to Dr. Joss Reimer. There is no evidence that a a third shot. Does anything for a young healthy person. But how are you fully immunized. If there's a step past two shots. But you're a conspiracy theorist. Right away if you say something like. These vaccine passports. Is going to be like a fucking punch card. Where you have to get your yearly. Or bi-yearly shot. How long until Dr. Reimer changes her tune and says the third shot should be mandatory and our pathetic media demands it and our, our scared majority just falls in line? You know, here in Manitoba, for a hot second, I was second guessing myself for not supporting Ken Lee for his run for PC leadership party because of what he stood for. Um, I did let everyone know about him, so I guess I kind of supported him in that way. But I've said in the past, it's it's too late for me. I've said it a few shows back uh, when I was complaining about Pallister and all his bullshit, um, and how he's a complete sellout to his voter base. I, you know, and I don't even know why, in his attempt to get the left vote or to appease the media. And, and the thing is, I'm not even sure why he did this. He, Manitoba was the first in Canada to implement some of these tyrannical government overreach policies while always lying right to your face you know he, he kept saying over and over that he supports your choice while literally doing the exact opposite in real time so i said back then i would never vote for the pc party sorry ken you're in a party full of backstabbing liars i won't vote pc and for like i said a hot second i was questioning myself whether i, su- I should support ken lee but once again They never, never fail to prove anything like common sense. Ken Lee meets all the requirements to enter the race, except he does not pass the screening process. (laughs) Like, what a joke, a.k.a. to weed out anyone who veers off course of this party sliding further and further left. The Manitoba PC caucus is a joke. Ken Lee didn't change. Ken Lee is a conservative, but his party changed. You know what I mean? I mean, I can't can't support that. Even on the federal side of things, it's no different. O'Toole can't stop flip-flopping on very obvious political stances. It is literally the whole reason the PPC even exists. Maxime Bernier started to see the slide to the left back when he was part of Stephen Harper's government. And instead of betraying his beliefs, He stayed the same, and he let his party leave him, and then he formed a true conservative party. And of course, our government-funded liberal media hates anything right of far left. So they demonize anything to do with the PPC right away, right from the start. And you know what? With, With most Canadians uninformed, it was an easy sell. So with Kenley not allowed in and Shannon Martin backing out, which I mean is a good thing because he's horrible too, the PC leadership race and our next Premier of Manitoba will be between either Heather Stephenson or Shelley Glover. And spoiler alert, it's going to be Heather Stephenson, who already has the backing of the majority of the PC caucus here in Manitoba and is already off-selling the most promises to the most people in true political fashion. She's going after the support from the nurses' union to the firefighters' union, already making promises and being completely unclear of any of her actual beliefs. She is just like Pallister. She is going after the support of the media and the far left while hiding under the guise of being conservative. And I'm not saying Glover would be better, I just don't think she's going to win. Shelly Glover already said that she would decide if the two-class system would stay here in the province after she was made premier, and was read into why and how the decisions were made. You know, as if her opinion means anything. You could see already what it's doing and how wrong it is. Why can't you just come out and say that? But no, she wants to just be vague and, and very unclear, just like Heather Stephenson. PCs here in the province. They don't stand for anything. They have no backbone. And if they do, they are pushed out of the party immediately. A.K.A. Ken Lee. You know what I mean? I went went from being naive and hopeful to a realist really fast. And I could recognize that we are just in for more of the same. Federally and provincially. I would at least say federally we had a chance for change with the PPC. But here in Manitoba, there is no change coming. More of Pallister's two-class system, more segregation, and the media love it. But, I mean, they deal in fear porn. That is their currency. They're pathetic. My favorite headline, recently coming from CBC, titled, Police Chief Calls for an End to Anger and Resentment as Winkler Royals with Hostility to Pandemic Rules, with the subtitle, Drug Traffickers and Career Criminals are more respectful to law enforcement, says Chief Ryan Hunt. Like, shame on the media, but like I said, this is their currency, clickbait fear porn. It's more like shame on you for not recognizing it at this point, I guess. But who the fuck is Police Chief Ryan Hunt? Shame on him, this guy sounds like a complete idiot. He is trying to tell me, and trying to tell us, that people that rape, murder, murder, abduct kids touch kids all these fucking scumbag pieces of shit these people that shoot at cops and have killed police officers here in manitoba are more polite than the local winkler farmers who want to be left alone and want to go to work and go to church and raise their children and just not have to be forced to wear a mask like what a fucking asshole from police chief ryan hunt quote Some of us are neglecting our new responsibilities under these adverse conditions. We have become an entitled society that cannot handle the fact that we do not currently have the same freedoms we have become accustomed to. End quote. You heard me right. Chief of police in Winkler said that. Fuck you, Hunt, you piece of shit. He thinks you're entitled for wanting your rights and freedoms entitled and you want to talk about neglecting your responsibilities chief of police from global manitoba teen charged with second degree murder in death of a 16 year old victim from cbc man tries to cure uh, sorry man tries to lurk lure kids from playground in Steinbach. from cbc handcuffed prisoner escapes custody runs off in the woods and again from cbc high risk Sex offender expected to live in Winnipeg. Or Thompson RCMP releasing the sketch of suspect in sexual assault. Or Norway House RCMP responding to stabbing. These are some of the people recently that you're referring to who are more respectful than the anti-lockdown or anti-mask people in Winkler. Like stay in your lane, do your fucking job and actually arrest real criminals and shut the fuck up. You wonder why people don't respect you. Entitled for wanting freedoms. What a fucking joke this guy is. But unfortunately for us, all of our elected and unelected officials are on board with this. They all agree with Police Chief Ryan Hunt in that COVID is the only important issue here in the province and should be dealt with at the expense of everything and everyone else. Testimony from experts believe this to be true for Dr. Rusin, our Chief Provincial Public Health Officer. Just go read former testimony from our previous Chief Provincial Public Health Officer, and he will list in detail how Rusin only focused on COVID at the neglect, at the expense of thousands of Manitobans. You know what I mean? And this is true for all of elected officials. I mean, honestly, Ken Lee had no chance of being the leader of the PCs here in the province. And no chance of being our next premier. He he literally would have been going up against every one of his ministers here in the province. He would have been going up against his own party. And pretty much all of them. September 21st, province continues state of emergency extension. The Manitoba government will continue the extension of the state of emergency in efforts to reduce the spread of COVID-19 and variants. Infrastructure Minister Ron Schuler, minister responsible for the Manitoba Emergency Measures Organization, or EMO, announced. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean... The list goes on from the ministers that he would be at odds against. And just, you know, the state of emergency was first declared March 20, 2020. And it is still going on. Can you guys believe that? Not only uh, Minister Schuler, September 24th. COVID-19 Testing or Vaccination Requirements in Manitoba Public Sector to Begin October 18th A new public health order required rapid testing of designated frontline public servants who are not fully vaccinated, whatever that means, will come into effect on October 18th, Health and Seniors Care Minister Audrey Gordon announced today. Quote, Nothing is more important than the health and safety of vulnerable Manitoba's this fourth COVID-19 wave, said Gordon. Ensuring public sector workers that provide valuable public services like healthcare and education services are routinely tested for COVID-19 or fully immunized, whatever that means, will help ensure the safety of their workplace and the people they serve. So, again, like, Gordon, Shuler, all of them, I'm telling you, Manitoba, all of them are on board with this. This is the PC Party of Manitoba. This is why Maxine Bernier formed the PPC party. Hint, hint, Ken Lee. If you want to run for the premier of Manitoba, I think it's time to leave the PC party and maybe start thinking about the PPC. You know what I mean? But this this is Manitoba. This is what we are in for for at least the next two years. That's so disappointing. Uh, I mean, I have zero confidence in Heather Stephenson or Shelly Glover. But like I said, I think it's going to be Heather Stephenson. I have zero confidence in her. She is going to continue everything that Pallister stood for in his two-class system. You know what I mean, Manitoba? Uh, But let me know in the comments below if you disagree with me or what you guys think. But I'm very confident that we are in for more of the same. Manitoba that is gonna do it for today's show thank you so much for tuning in to another episode um, like share subscribe do all that good stuff that helps out the show Manitoba Freethinker on Facebook and YouTube I don't upload all shows to YouTube but I'm on most podcast platforms if you can't find me go to www.mbfreethinker.wordpress.com and you can get links to all my previous episodes there Like I said, Manitoba, thank you so much. I love you guys. And uh, I guess this was kind of a rant show. And uh, I'm done with that now that the uh, federal election is over. And I mean, the provincial election is pretty self-explanatory. I'm going to be more focused on the news and less on me just ranting. But anyways, Manitoba, thank you so much for tuning in. And I will catch you in a couple days. Bye.